Mississippi comes to experience sports. WRKS Pick and Sketch. Online at the zone1059.com. And on your radio. Listen to them all the time, every day. At ESPN 105.9. The Zone. The Bank Plus Studio. This is our morning. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. That sounds serious. That's a serious intro. Good morning. Welcome in on another Meltdown Monday. Brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge with their full bar and food menu. And award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Hope you had a good weekend. We did. I know some of the games did not go like you wanted them to, but I hope you enjoyed watching football on Saturday and Sunday. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I've got Jason with me. It's actually raining outside, which is crazy. That may mean we all need to go home. But uh, we're going to get into it this morning and have some fun and lay out uh, my crazy pills thoughts on the weekend. Some of you won't like what I have to say. Some of you will. Some of you may even think it's uh, funny or has some humor in it. But uh, football is good. And fun. And it was nice to be home for the weekend and cook some food and enjoy. Uh, watch, I, you know, I watch football all over the place. It's funny. I'll, I'll watch it in our, you know, living room, kitchen area. I'll watch it down at the boathouse and I'll watch it in my man cave. It cracks windy up. I move around a good bit. Um, one, I can get bored easily. But uh, two, it's just different room, different atmosphere, different thing happening. So you just keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. have, will you have like a setup in three different spots or I do. is it? Oh, nice. And they're so, really cool. Okay. Yeah. I can respect it. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the main kind of social area of the house. I'm in, I'm at the boat house, which is, you know, I don't know, 25 yards away from the house. And then I've got, uh, my cool little man cave, um, all where you can see the water, which is nice too. So yeah, I, I moved around a good bit, uh, Saturday and Sunday. And I want to let you know that the Stella Artois caller line is 601-707-3750. Andre, if you call, not this segment, but if you call, there's a good chance we will take your call. 601-707-3750. Uh, Twitter handle at Bow Bounds. It was not my fault that um, Jason didn't let you through last week and kept you on hold. Uh, the Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. I'd like to hear your reaction from week four. Give me, give me your thoughts from week four now, on your team or, you know, 30,000 feet, 1,000. You can drill down on it, whatever. But uh, your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. So I know that Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans are disappointed, and I get it. Um, and there was some good and some bad um, from the weekend. you know. And, and we'll start with the first game, and then I'll get into uh, you know a little bit of Mississippi State at South Carolina. Uh, the game could not have started off any better for Ole Miss. 
Uh, Alabama kicked a field goal. And then uh, Ole Miss scored a touchdown. And I thought it was a great play call um, with Dart in, in the red zone. Uh, very well done. And then you didn't score but three points for three quarters. But yeah. <laughs> Bama is a shell of what they've been. So is Ohio State. And Georgia doesn't look dominant either. Um, and I think that's, that's a whole nother question. You know, how did we get here? But but give me some time. We've got three hours. And I wrote down way too many notes yesterday while I was smoking a cigar and watching the red zone. I don't even know if I'll be able to get to this. But but we'll we'll work our way through it over the next three hours. We may dabble in it tomorrow. Y'all know I like to turn the page and get into week five. Um. I thought your defense played fast and physical and really well, and I understand that Alabama is, you know, has nothing close to Tua or Hurts or Mac Jones or Devontae Smith or, you know, Ridley or Julio. And and when Ross Tucker kind of makes your mouth drop when the color analyst, who did a wonderful job, we've had Ross Tucker on the show a couple of times, uh, but when Ross Tucker said, yeah, I talked to NFL scouts and – Alabama doesn't have a top 100 player in the NFL draft offensive skill position-wise. Wow. That's all you need to know about what you watched on Saturday. Okay, and he said it early in the game. And I jotted it down, thought I'd share it with you. Some of you were in between sipping on Stella Artois and checking the ribs, and I get it. Um, I thought Ole Miss played a lot better than I thought they could on defense, the flip side of that is Bama is so limited on offense. Yeah. Um, and then Ole Miss on defense, I was disappointed. After Dart scored, I thought, whoa, are we going to get the band going? I mean, are we going to score a little bit this afternoon? How, you know, this could be something, even without, I mean, everybody's got injuries. I know no one makes a bigger ordeal about it than Ole Miss fans, but everybody's got injuries. <laughs> Franklin Harris and, and Prescorn are out. But, you know, I guess there's players out all over the country in high school, college, and, and NFL football. Uh, but I still thought that they would be able to work it with Judkins and Wade and Watkins and is it Bentley? Yes, Ulysses Bentley. Yeah. The fourth. Yeah, he sounds like a... Uh, general in the army years and years <laughs> ago but uh so you know uh, now there's this frustration now people are tagging i knew this was going to happen the nine million dollars that lane makes and when are we going to get that that roi so to speak because you lost you lost games to end the year then you beat cupcake state the last three weeks and now you played Bama, who's still the number one recruiter, and you're like, well, but I want my nine and a half million dollars ROI. That's yeah. not really how it works. What What was your other option? I mean, he wasn't going. He didn't get a job offer to Auburn, but you had to. You had to. Keith Carter had to be proactive in the process down the stretch. You can't just sit on your hands. Then you'd be mad if he did that. Yeah. So you're like, well, he's guaranteed. You know. Lane Kiffin holds all the cards. The chancellor and the AD are not going to tell him anything. Why? 
the con and, and then y'all did the workaround through the private foundation so that you could do six years. So you got $54 million guaranteed. I mean, that's a lot. That's yeah. That's a lot. We of were money. sitting here talking about Jimbo's 75. I mean, it ain't, you know, that big a difference and y'all are Ole Miss. They're A&M. So, I mean, you, you got $54 million guaranteed you and you know, does he want out? Yes, but he's got to be there until that happens and that may never happen. So, so, I mean, does he want to be in a major metropolitan area at a blue blood? Yeah, yes. well, every coach. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> I you know, Bill Snyder decided to stay at Kansas State. Frank Beamer decided to stay at Virginia Tech. You know, Barry Alvarez to start decided to stay at Wisconsin. I mean, there are exceptions, but mm. the most of them do take the big job. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And they coached at a time when there wasn't nine million dollars a year in the business. Right. Fair. Yeah. Good point. So, um, but I thought the Ole Miss defense played well. Uh, I thought Alabama. How about their kickers? Both punting and field goal kicker. For real. <laughs> I mean, it's those little things that we don't think about. Um, But Ole Miss has, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, look, in year four, Mississippi State's going through massive turmoil and transition. Losing a Hall of Fame coach, tragically. Ole Miss, you got the same coach. Four years in. You you haven't had to go through anything that Mississippi State's had to go through. But there's not that much difference in the teams. Why is that? Big board coming up next. We are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone. ESPN. We'll dive into little Mississippi State and Gamecock Nation. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Uh, the Big Board is brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Ole Miss drops one to Bama at Bama. They were an underdog. Mississippi State drops one to uh, South Carolina at South Carolina, and they were an underdog. We'll unpack it. We'll talk about it. And um, we need to have some fun, but we'll also kind of shoot you. Well, we will shoot you straight. I know most shows don't, but uh, we will shoot you straight. God, we were considered like way crazy opinionated for years. Who knew, right? 1059 The Zone ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Again, hope you had a good weekend. Crazy games, man. Ohio State, Notre Dame, and uh, Florida State at Clemson. Florida State's got to be number one. I mean, they, they have the two best wins, and they beat LSU on a neutral site, and they go to Clemson and win. Uh, it wasn't pretty. Nobody cares. Uh, we've got this jaded view of how everybody's supposed to win. Uh, I, I know everybody thinks Michael Jordan's Bulls teams won in pretty fashion all the time. They didn't. We 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 got we got screwed up in the head in the '90s with Jordan, and it will never be able to shake it. But uh, <laughs> or that the the Patriots, it was always easy. All those field goals they kicked with a minute or less to go in the Super Bowl to win, or down twenty nine to three, whatever it was, twenty eight to three, and one. So kudos to Florida State, man. Two, two big-time wins. And it, it doesn't matter how it looked. They won. They don't care. It went into overtime. And and they beat Clemson. And Clemson's not what they were. But they got fight and bite in them. They got players. They yeah. played at home. Yeah. And they were motivated. And they were up. And your team, by the way, only does that twice a year. I hope we all know that. I mean, you, you, we, we're all looking for optimal 10 out of 10 performances. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> it, it, it happens, you know, about twice a year. And then you have some eh, pretty good games to good. And then and then you just kind of sludge through playing football. And uh, that's a lot of the NFL, too. Uh, it's just, it's, and then, I mean, those guys are, y'all were watching it yesterday. I mean, those guys are so, I mean, they're a thousand times better than what we see on Saturday. And I love college football. But man, oh man. Uh, I will say one thing that both of you need, and I'm just going to simplify it, talent. And so, you know, Ole Miss thought this, that, and the other. They're in a a better spot. They didn't lose their coach. They've had continuity. Kiffin's still there. It's year four. I mean, these are very simple things you you can follow, right? Along the path of the graph, however you want to look at it as far as what it is. Um, the offense scored three points in three quarters. You Yikes. know? Yikes. So, now Mississippi State went on the road, and it, it, interesting because South Carolina is not a good football team. And But now the best player in the stadium won the game. I, I, tried, to, I tried to say it last week. Spencer Rattler can ball. He's the best quarterback in the Southeastern Conference right now. And, and I know I had Ole Miss fans all over my text line last week telling me it was Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart can play. He's a good player. He's very athletic. He can make plays. You know, um, he was running around like a crazy man on Saturday just because trying to make something happen, uh, which I think quarterbacks are trying to do too much of that, and that's another topic that I wrote down that I'll get into eventually. But, and that is live to play the next play. 
Uh, we've got so many playmakers at the position that are so mobile and so athletic that they run around for so long that they generate too many negative plays. True. But, but with Mississippi State at South Carolina, to for South Carolina to beg them to throw the ball deep and over the top and for Mississippi State to do it, kudos to Kevin Barbet, Will Rogers, and Tulu Griffin for actually taking advantage of yeah. what South Carolina gave you. Now, got to give South Carolina defensive coordinator a, a trophy, too, for staying in that defense. I mean, no wonder they're so bad. And, um, but, but Barbet and Will Rogers and Tulu decided, we're going to let it rip. And they did, and they connected. And Tulu had his record-setting day, and that's cute and sweet and fun, but it's about winning. Yeah. And so when you look at the game, you're you're excited that you moved the ball and you scored some points. On defense, you're atrocious. Mm. Uh, And I tried to talk about it for eight months during the offseason that last year I kept saying, and Res Dog and others on the text line and people on the message boards were like, Bo's not giving this team any credit. I was giving Mike, Mike Leach insane credit. It was just a bunch of solid players that ended up winning nine games, which is a credit to what you can't, we can't explain. And that drives us crazy in life because we're taught K through 12, which is a bad deal, that everything has an answer. And it doesn't. Mike's mysterious. You can't put it on paper. It was all in his head. And he won a ton of games last year with a solid team. Who scared you on that team last year? Exactly. (laughs) So, also on defense, you lost three players, and I couldn't believe more of the MSU media didn't talk about this during the offseason. Because, you know, you're smarter. You lost... Cam Young, you lost two NFL players and a really good college player. And you didn't replace him. You lost Cam Young, Emmanuel Forbes, and Tyrus Wheat. And you did not replace them. Your defense is slow and lacks athleticism. And that is not a good gumbo recipe for the Southeastern Conference. Um, You can't get to the quarterback. Here's where South Carolina beats you, plain and simple. Their quarterback has the ability, when things break down, to make a play. He is very, very talented. I don't care what he was four years ago at Oklahoma. I don't. That's you holding on to something that you first thought of as a sports fan. I can't do that. I don't care what he was. I don't care what somebody else was when they were in high school when I knew him. Yeah. Today they could be super sharp, but get it, guy. Da 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 da. I love it when people go, I knew him. I know him. I knew him in a high school. Wow. All right. So I don't care what Spencer Rattler was four years ago. He's the best quarterback in the SEC. Ooh. And I'm right. Wow. So he is. It's not Jaden Daniels and it's not Jackson Dart. And and so he, he is a – and he doesn't have that. I mean, Leggett can play. He's a star. Leggett – I mean, at least that's what Mississippi State's defense made him look like. But Leggett, he yeah, let's let's <laughs> Leggett is talented, and and he's been there for five years. Yeah, okay, he's a super senior, or or a fifth year. I can't remember super seniors have to be sixth year, but whatever. Um, Leggett can play. They were able to run the football. It, it, their offensive coordinator is not good in South Carolina. If they had 
decided to throw the football, what would the score have been? Because Rattler was 18 to 20. He didn't, was it the entire I mean, he wasn't contested, and when they throw the ball, the the receivers are wide open. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you threw it last year, especially to one side of the field, Emmanuel Forbes was all over your dude. Right? I mean, ask the Ole Miss wide receivers from last year. They did not like seeing Emmanuel Forbes. Not at all. That's why he went 14th in the NFL draft to the Washington Commanders. Um, That defense is beyond god-awful. And I think you are what you are. I think mm. you got one more week in Oxford and Starville. But I think you are what you are. And so I think Ole Miss's running game is what it is. I think Mississippi State's defense is what it is. And I don't know what you do with Sean Preston Jr. He was the best player on your defense. He didn't get to play in the first half because of a, a bogus targeting call against LSU. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to find a way to do what LSU did uh, with one of their players. What was that, a decade ago? Not not the Honey Badger. Um, I think you may have to put Sean Preston up around the line of scrimmage. And, and try to get him to, to disrupt some things. Because you have, Ole Miss and Mississippi State have nothing coming off the edge, which is mind-boggling to me in the Sun Belt with all the athletes we have in a three- and four-state area. I may have been a little too harsh. We'll try to dial it down in the SEC insider hit. Hang in there. Good morning. Welcome in. I still love you. With a home team. Ah, good morning. Welcome in. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, the Saints. We just have weekends like that. Or like this, like that. Anyway. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Our guests will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We'll have Jake Thompson at 9.30, Ole Miss Spirit. He'll tell us about the Ole Miss Rebels, where they are, where they're going as they host LSU this weekend. In Vault-Hemingway Stadium, them LSU Tigers, who struggled uh, a little bit with Arkansas. They looked like they were going through the motions. But uh, I think that happens with 18 to 23-year-olds. You have going through the motions games. It's just part of it. You have like three or four of those, hopefully two good ones. No, two really good ones. Maybe three or four pretty good ones. It's just kind of where it is, where we are, how, how it rolls. Even in the NFL yesterday, my goodness gracious, there were teams that no-showed like the Cowboys, but teams that really no-showed like the Broncos. And then there's uh, teams that decided to play their best game of the year, like the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know about the Dolphins. Now, we've been we've been talking. I can't get it too far into this because y'all want to talk local, and I get it. But Mike McDaniel's a little wizard. He's a little freak, man. That was insane. Man, how many pad-level <laughs> paws would he screw up, you know, that would meet him for pork chops and gravy at lunch today and look at him and, and you know, he's an NFL coach and, would uh, run circles around the the uh, the flat footed uh, big calf dude from wherever um, <laughs> in the south who thinks he knows ball. 
All right, we are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. SEC Insider Hit This Morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Um, how did we get here? I think is a question that we're asking. Like, we love the game. I had a great time. We did food on the grill. We did, you know, Wendy's Rotel, which is awesome. But how did we get here? And I, I, a lot of it is the transfer portal. You know, you have to understand how to dabble in it and be really smart with it. But you also have to develop players. I mean, players have to acclimate. They have to be developed. You know, they have to understand the system and the culture and exactly what's going on. There will be exceptions, but Colorado wasn't going 12-0. and And is, is Coach Prime, Dion? Are they ahead of schedule? Yes. But they were absolutely and thoroughly smoked this weekend. Bad. (laughs) And so, you know, the transfer portal, we have 10 players on the field at the, I mean, this is hard to believe. Today now, I mean, this is in 1982 when I was growing up, when Ole Miss didn't have any money and Mississippi State didn't have any money. Heck, Bama didn't even have any money. And you had whatever, six assistant coaches and one GA and, a manager and, you know, I mean, now you've got 10 full-time assistants, analysts, GAs, in-house guys, and you got 10 players on the field the last two plays of the game. What are we doing? (laughs) You're one of the smartest, supposed to be one of the smartest universities in the country. Oh, the irony. (laughs) Uh, And that's with a timeout in between. And that, that is hard to do. And peop, there should be consequences. Uh, because I'm just guessing. The Notre Dame staff as a whole is paid. They don't have to pay Freeman as much as they would have Brian Kelly because he's younger. Look up Freeman's. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess the Notre Dame staff as a whole is paid 12 plus million annually. Okay? $12 million for that. And so how did we get here? You got... COVID and this whole super senior thing. You have the transfer portal where you can really bounce not just once, but twice, depending. And and then we are firing coaches at a rate that we have, and at a cycle in which we have never experienced. And so then, is that why we've got so much? What in the world is going on on our TV? I, I think it's a great question that we continue to monitor throughout the year. We're not quite through September, and we've still got you know one more game to maybe see what you are for the rest of the year. I kind of think Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I think they're about 95% of what they are. So maybe you've got this week and this weekend to maybe do a few things, few tweaks. I mean, you know, incremental progress, I guess. And then I think you're going to be what, what you are from in, in, you know, October, November. Um, I can tell you this. I don't see enough NFL players. I don't. I don't see enough NFL players on the Ole Miss roster, and I don't see enough NFL players on the Mississippi State roster. Um, you know, you're you're recruiting better than 
you ever have for the most part. You're adding, Ole Miss has added more. Of course, two of them don't play. Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard. Two of the guys that you heavily invested in don't even play. You know, that you've got, you got seven figures in those two guys. And they don't, I mean, they just ride the plane and hang out at the hang hotel. Out, yeah. and, you know, just hang out. <laughs> Spencer came in for a play or two because Dark can't keep his helmet on. Um, Mississippi State, the tight end that they added, I know Spivey was ruled ineligible. How much better would they be? Again, maybe just a smidgen. And sometimes on a Saturday, that makes a difference. But, you know, the the kid, the Georgia transfer couldn't block me. And I will say this. Will Rogers answer the challenge? Don't you think? He heard yeah. the noise. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's QB1. You're going to get criticized. It's also a great gig in Starkville and Oxford to be the starting quarterback, right? Solid opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, NIL money, date who you want, everybody pats you on the back, all that. He he answered the call uh, after this season when Will goes on to maybe give a shot to the NFL or, or become a coach or whatever it is he wants to do in life and wish him the best. You're going to have to go get a mobile quarterback. Spencer Rattler is what you want in college football today. Jaden Delora. Um, the reason why South Carolina won the game is two reasons, real quick. They were able to get pressure on the quarterback, and Spencer Rattler was the best player in the stadium. Can you believe they didn't throw it more? What was Shane Beamer doing going for two in the first half? Yeah, what was that? I like Shane. I've had lunch with him. I've drank beer with him when he was on Sylvester Croom's staff. He is a, like He is one of the nicest guys. Do I think he's, like, super over-the-top good head coach? I don't. Could he develop into one? Maybe. Um, I, they look like a bunch of solid, just like Mississippi State, except Shane's in year three and Zach Arnett's in year one. What are you doing going for two? Kudos to Barbe and the Mississippi State offense for driving down and scoring going into halftime. Coming out of half, that was a dagger. Mm. That was an absolute dagger. For you, Mississippi State, to allow South Carolina to score like that. Now, you, at that time, man, you were really back against the wall because you kind of felt better. And then to let them score 10 seconds into the half, I don't know what you do on defense. You're slow, you're not athletic, um, and you have no edge rusher. Ole Miss, you have no running game. Neither does Mississippi State because South Carolina knows that the quarterback's not going to run the ball. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to be Woody Marks. Quinshawn Judkins and Dart are very, very athletic. Bentley's a nice player. Um, you can't run the football. Which is a bigger surprise? The Ole Miss run game just being subpar or Mississippi State not having a, a true number one on defense? But, I mean, you have Jet Johnson who's going to be your, you know, He's solid, but you don't have a true number one standout defensive player. Actually, is- they're both shocking. Uh, Mississippi State has had talent on the defensive side of the football for, but for the most part, years. Uh, you know, they they have been um, a train wreck on offense for the better part of their history, and Mullen started to correct that, and Leach started to correct that, and and you know what they did on Saturday is not something that they've done often either. 
So credit to Barbe and Will Rogers and Tulu Griffin. Um, now with Ole Miss, we'll see when when Harris comes back if he's really that big of a difference maker against SEC schools. Yeah, I mean he may just be a. I mean like Mingo and Malik weren't difference makers against SEC schools, right? Except for Vanderbilt, <laughs> right? And that yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean Vanderbilt. <laughs> Vanderbilt recruits like they're in the Sun Belt. So so I'm talking SEC guys, not not when you play roast beef state. SEC dudes across the line of scrimmage, can you make plays? Um and and we'll see with with Harrison and Franklin. Mississippi State, I, people on Twitter had given me a hard time because I said their receiving trio was good. Um it is. Now, I don't know how much they're going to get him the ball this year because of this massive transition from the air raid to what Kevin Barbet wants to run. And again, this is not on Barbet or anybody else in what happened last December. But you got to see what Tulu Griffin and Justin Robinson can do. I mean, that, those guys can make plays. But, you know, Will decided he was going to sling it. Barbet decided he was going to call the plays. And I think Will heard the criticism and answered the call, and that's good. Uh, that is what it's going to take. You are going to have to push the ball down the field, period. Um, your offensive line, neither offensive line is that good. No. I, I don't know all. what's going on there across the country. Uh, Bama's didn't get right till the second half, Jason. So Old Miss disrupted Bama in the first half. And yeah. then Bama... And I don't claim to know technically what they did, or they just now. Was it Ross Tucker who said they made a, a switch at guard? Um, and sometimes just one little thing helps everybody get rolling. But the bottom line is, Bama committed to running between the tackles in the second half, and they controlled the game. Yeah, they controlled the game, and they absolutely physically whipped uh, Ole Miss in the second half, pounding the rock. Because they don't, you know, Milrose not, he had all day at times and still couldn't figure out what he wanted to do, which takes me to some audio that I want to drop when it comes to Will Rogers, uh, Jackson Dart, Jalen Milrow, Jaden Daniels, and so on. By the way, I will get to A&M and Auburn. Y'all are asking my thoughts there because both of our teams play them in the next few weeks. Of course, coming up. Yeah. And, and and I think you should look at what Auburn looked like on offense and give Zach Arnett and his group a little bit of a break. Hugh Freeze is an established coach in Power 5 and G5. He was at Ole Miss for several years, proved he could win. Went to Liberty, proved he could win. They looked awful. They didn't have their coach pass away and have to name a coach within 24, 48 hours so that yeah. the roster doesn't go out the door and that coach happens to have no head coaching experience. I would think about that. Auburn looked awful on offense, and that's Hugh Freeze. So here's what Steve Palazzolo said about, he's with Pro Football Focus, pff.com. And this is what he had to say about sacks or quarterback-driven stats. So, like, in the analytical community, we talk a lot about the, the sacks. Sacks are basically a QB-driven stat. 
and I know for fans, and I, I did this for years too, the initial reaction is, oh, that guy got sacked five times. The offensive line is terrible. Um, and that could be true. Um, but when the offensive line gives up pressure or they blow a block or whatever it might be, uh, there's a difference when, you know, Patrick Mahomes hardly ever gets sacked because he's a magician at avoiding sacks, feeling the pressure. And that's not a, you know, compliment to his offensive line. It's just, it's him avoiding those sacks. Justin Fields was holding the ball for five seconds, not even being pressured and waiting for a sack to come in. You know, that's, that's not on the offensive line. So the quarterback's sack total is actually a very consistent number for them year over year, and no matter who's blocking for them. All right, that takes me to Spencer Rattler. Rattler had the ability to what? Feel, feel pressure and make a play. And get the ball out. Right. I mean. Now, I, I know people were running wide open. I don't understand because I don't know what play calls the coaches should make. But when you're playing man coverage on first down, like Mississippi State was, and you're getting absolutely boat raced, I may play a little zone. Just an idea. I don't know what to call. I don't. I don't know what play to call on offense or defense, what formation, what scheme. I'm just guessing here when you're playing man, you're on the line of scrimmage, and you are getting people are running past you, maybe you should play a little softer, maybe a little zone, just an idea. Back to the QB deal. Spencer Rattler is special. Because, I mean, that's not a great staff. The offensive coordinator is not awesome. And he's doing everything himself. He's a heck of a football player. Yeah. He really is. He's going to give himself an opportunity to make some money in the NFL. And in a time when we're trying to figure out who the best team is in the West, we know who is in the East, Georgia. But Georgia doesn't look like dominant Georgia. So, I don't think anybody can get them, but we've still got a neutral site game with Georgia and Florida, and we still have Georgia. Uh, hold on. Let me make sure I, got, I haven't looked at it this morning. Pretty sure Georgia goes to, yeah, Tennessee. Although we saw what Tennessee was, you know, last week against Florida. So, uh, and, and by the way, Georgia doesn't have a mobile QB. That Take that. Just remember that. Georgia, what Stetson Bennett could do with his legs was such a difference maker for the Georgia Bulldogs, especially when they actually played teams that had a heartbeat, a pulse, like in the college football playoff. All right, let me get back to the QB sacks. What are your thoughts on that? Mississippi State, after this year, is going to have to go out and get a QB with mobility. They just are. I mean, when things are right and set, Will's a hell of a quarterback, and he made some throws Saturday night that were great, and he heard the criticism, and he mentioned it, and he stepped up, and you got to give Kevin Barbet for saying, we're going deep. Yeah, finally. Will Rogers for saying, I'm going to put it on the money, and Tulu Griffin for, I mean, if South Carolina wants to, wants to play the safeties like that all night and not adjust like Bo Pelini, let them do it. Now, some people are, are asking about the two calls. All right. I was not surprised when reviewed that they stood because it was going to be the way they were called on the field. 
Does that make sense? So if yeah, if no. Will if Will's it was called a fumble, but if Will's pass would have been called incomplete, I think it would have stood. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it was, and and I understand why you're frustrated. But I I thought right when it happened, I said that's going to stand in the booth. There's nothing that you can say to refute it. That's like, you know, I mean, whatever they call, it, it's going to go. Yeah. Do do I believe in others that that aren't Mississippi State alum believe that the quarterback should have the benefit of the doubt? Yes. Do I think that you can make a strong case for it being an incomplete pass? Hell yes, I do. And then the cornerback uh, stepping out of bounds and reestablishing himself. I knew when they called that he had reestablished himself. I thought that was going to be a tough one too. Those two calls going against you. Yeah, they were brutal. Ole Miss had the best game I've ever seen from a, an oppo- Ole Miss can't complain about officials. I have never in my lifetime watched another team go into Bryant-Denny and Alabama lose a down. Never. In a million years, I'd have lost what month, little money I have. I would have lost cash, investments, equity in, in two home, whatever. <laughs> never in a million years would I have thought that Bama would loot would 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 get screwed out of a down, and that that would actually be called for holding. Ole Miss had the best officiated game in the history of playing in Bryant Denny Stadium. There were uh, still there were co- there was there was there two. were, and there I was. know nobody <laughs> loves to complain. I already heard it on my group text before the game um, from a couple of my Ole Miss buddies. There's no complaining from Ole Miss fans. That was as good as it gets. As good as it gets, yeah. yeah. Especially in Alabama. I mean, we're Ole Miss, so we're going to, you know, there's a, a targeting or a face mask or whatever, and of course you're going to complain about that. But there's also, when you finally get Bama called for holding, that's a good day for you. Yeah. Yeah. I. Who knew that Bama, that they could screw up the downs with Bama in the red zone and that it plays to Ole Miss's favor. Isn't that remarkable? Still didn't help us too much, but... Yet, at that time, it did. I mean... I mean, the game was 7-6. to six Yes, yes. At halftime. Yeah, but I'm saying the, the momentum, it, it didn't give us any... I mean, they were... Any oomph moving forward. They, they called that play thinking they had another down. I thought, I thought it was a huge, huge part of the game. Yeah. Because you could tell they were like, what? What? What just happened here? And you can see the official, he's holding up too. And I can't believe as good a job as Ross Tucker did. I cannot believe because I was sitting there going, this is weird. This is weird. And and you could tell Bam Tommy Reese was calling plays thinking that they had another down and they didn't. I don't know what to do about the officiating. I, I, I'll say this. It's hard. The game's so fast. It's, uh, I mean... Look, P.I. and holding, I mean, let me go, uh, offensive holding with offensive linemen, what subjective, I, what, and then pass interference, I don't know what to tell you. I, you know, what is it? A, 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 for every guy, it's different, or email, depending on who's calling the game. I, I'm not sure which way to go. It, it's, it's extraordinarily difficult to, to call these games. Um, I think the booth gets it right most of the time. I think Mississippi State 
do the fact that both of those were called the way they were on the field was just tough. Tough. And I know that ball flew out of Will's hands, and it usually doesn't like that. And so it went forward like 10, 10 plus yards. Yeah. And you're sitting there thinking, Far. oh, that's that's an incomplete pass. Um, those were wild. Still, you your defense is ugh, atrocious. Can you believe it's that bad? That's what's crazy is that you're saying that about Mississippi State, not Ole Miss at the moment. I mean, Ole Miss defense didn't look excellent, uh, but holding the Bama holding Bama to 24 isn't terrible. You will <laughs> be going against a quarterback for the first time this year. Yeah, they can run it and throw it. Um, that won't be fun. Mercer, Tulane. You didn't face the starter and Georgia Tech and uh, Alabama. Milrose very limited, although a freaky athlete who can run it. This will be the first time that you're facing a quarterback who can run it and throw it. Man, Mississippi State drew Jaden Delora, who's an absolute freak, Jaden Daniels, who can play, and um, Spencer Rattler, who's the best of them all. Back-to-back-to-back dudes that can put it on the money and can hurt you with your feet. You know, Spencer Rattler had two two runs of 20-plus yards. Jeez. And and really, I thought South Carolina really controlled the tempo by running the football. The Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. We're going to have to get a little more positive in the next segment. I feel it. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.